I'm Kate Ryan. The storm cleanup begins. It's everywhere. Trees are down everywhere. I'm Nick Hindelli. A passion for STEM pays off handsomely for a local elementary school student. I'm John Aaron. The Dow is down 100 points. WTOP at 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Steve Kathan. A call for more action on guns from people who've dealt with loss in recent mass shootings. CBS's Scott McFarland. Uvalde, Texas victims' families and Highland Park, Illinois community members are here outside the north front of the U.S. Capitol. This is a large gun control rally, many of them wearing orange shirts and carrying orange signs. They're asking for a federal assault weapons ban from a U.S. Congress, which is meeting today, but just recently mustered enough votes for a much more incremental gun control law. Uvalde renewed anger over the delayed police response during the school shooting. CBS's Bradley Blackburn says it's been fueled by the leak of hallway surveillance video. Residents at last night's Uvalde council meeting say the video, while difficult to watch, brings some much-needed transparency. You can't dispute what's on video. And at that point, then you can go after the people that, that dropped the ball. Investigators are preparing a report detailing the police response with preliminary findings expected Sunday. President Biden calls today's inflation report unacceptable. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says consumer prices shot up 9.1% last month compared to a year ago, something not seen since 1981. The usual culprits were once again responsible for the rise in costs. Energy, food, shelter. Everything is higher at the grocery store, says this shopper in Atlanta. I can't get any salmon now. Well, I mean, I can if I want to spend an arm and a leg for it. Still, he seems to be taking it all in stride. It is disappointing, but I mean, it's just a part of life, um, especially with us still being very much in the pandemic. Hoping what goes up must eventually come down. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Well, CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Israel, where President Biden is dealing with issues in the Middle East. I2U2 stands for Israel, India, United Arab Emirates, and the United States. It's an, another regional security partnership that's been established in recent years. He'll be meeting with the leaders of India and the UAE virtually alongside the Prime Minister Yair Lapid tomorrow. Another example of this president's attempts to restore regional cooperation, a departure, of course, from the Trump administration. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kaleba, says that grain exports by ship from his country won't resume without security guarantees. We will be happy to see ships coming to our ports and leaving our ports safely. To ensure that, we have to solve the problem of distrust in Russia. None of the participants of these talks can trust Russia. He vows to liberate port cities Russia now holds. Wall Street now is down 49 points. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 103 on WTOP, hump day Wednesday, July 13. Sunny at 83 degrees now on our way to near 90. afternoon. I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein. With the top local stories we're following this hour, there is a new grassroots push for Congress to pass more ambitious gun legislation. It comes in the wake of the deadly shootings in Uvalde, Texas and Highland Park, Illinois. WTOP's Mitchell Miller is on Capitol Hill. We must ban assault weapons. <laughs> 
Illinois Democratic Congressman Brad Schneider, who's from Highland Park, spoke to parents and victims from his community in Uvalde who rallied near the Capitol. 300 mass shootings in this country in less than half a year. Emma D'Amico came to D.C. from Chicago. It just has to end. Passing an assault weapons ban faces long odds in Congress, but she says people have to try. There are people who can do it, and they need to do it, and that's why I'm here. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Meantime, in Frederick County, Maryland, state police say they're noticing a large uptick in people seeking fingerprint appointments to obtain a wear-and-carry handgun permit. This is happening after Governor Larry Hogan did away with the good and substantial reason standard for carrying a gun in the state. Hogan's move follows a ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in June striking down a New York gun law that placed restrictions on carrying a concealed weapon outside the home. State police say they have no fingerprint appointments available for the next two weeks, and they're expecting that trend to continue. He serves on the House panel investigating the January 6th insurrection. What a Maryland congressman says needs to happen next. Representative Jamie Raskin, a Democrat on the January 6th House Committee on the strategy used by those who fought to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Look, that is, to my mind, an attempt to destroy popular control over the election. During Tuesday's hearing, it was revealed a member of the Maryland congressional delegation, Republican Congressman Andy Harris, was at a December 21st White House meeting about January 6th. Raskin said he wouldn't comment directly on any single case, but... I hope that we do make a recommendation about how to create a process for people who participated in insurrection or rebellion against the union. I mean, this is part of the Constitution for a reason. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Cleanup continues across our region today after last night's severe storms. Parts of Prince George's County were definitely slammed. It's all carnage. It's a lot of trees that have been uprooted. It's difficult to describe just how many trees are split in half or completely ripped from the ground and laying horizontally across roadways. It's everywhere. Trees are down everywhere. Raynard Johnson is using a rake to clear debris from his front yard. We were aware that a storm was going to come through, but we didn't know it was going to hit like this. He says there are cars around here that were crushed by falling trees. It was uh, pretty devastating stuff. In Prince George's County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And widespread power outages linger from those storms. Pepco and BG&E say about 19,000 customers are still without power in Prince George's County. Another 1,000 Pepco customers are out in Montgomery County and in D.C. Now, BGE says restoring power will be a multi-day event. And Pepco saying everyone should have power back by 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Dominion Energy with about 1,700 customers out. Dominion expecting power to be restored by 11 o'clock tonight. Stay with us still to come on WTOP. Abortion rights opponents sentenced for trespassing at a local women's clinic. I'm Neil Oikenstein. We'll hear that after traffic and weather next. 107. You don't have to wait until Black Friday to save. Hurry to Ashley's Black Friday in July and save now with amazing Black Friday deals. Furnish your entire home for as low as $49 a month with 60 months no interest financing. Give your home a whole new look with Ashley living room, dining room, and bedroom packages as low as $49 a month with 60 months no interest financing plus free delivery and Ashley pays your sales tax. Get our best offer now at Ashley's Black Friday in July in Falls Church, Fairfax, Gaithersburg, Waldorf, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. 
Serta Pro Painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. <laughs> 